the Baby Your Baby podcast, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. Welcome to the Baby Your Baby podcast. I'm Holly Menino. Today our focus is on the importance of a child's oral health. I sat down with Dr. Hans Reinemer, the Residency Program Director for Pediatric Dentistry at Intermountain Primary Children's Hospital. And first, we talked about baby teeth and why they're so important to the health of a child's mouth. Let's talk a little bit about baby teeth. What is the importance of, of baby teeth? Why do we need those teeth? Well, baby teeth are extremely important to the health and well-being of a child. Um, dental decay is the number one chronic infectious disease affecting our children today and most people underestimate the importance of baby teeth. Baby teeth play an incredible role with speech and language development, nutrition and function, growth, development and health of the permanent teeth that will come in soon. And dental disease is related to systemic disease so the more healthy our mouth and teeth are it can eventually affect uh, systemic disease and so it plays a very important role. Why are they so important for the next teeth that are coming in, those adult teeth? What do they do to help them out? Well, there's a couple things, growth and development. So the baby teeth help the alignment and spacing of the jaws. And so if you lose a, a baby tooth soon, too soon, you're going to lose space for the uh, eventual permanent tooth that needs to replace that space. Also, dental decay and infection could potentially affect the growth and development of the permanent tooth underneath that baby tooth. So that's why it's important to keep baby teeth uh, in pristine condition. And you mentioned, you know, baby teeth, we're getting those teeth as we're learning language. Yes. How do they help us speak? Well, uh, or, or, you know, you, uh, tell me, yeah. like, why, why is it important for speech and language when it comes well, to baby teeth? Well, again, uh, it's alignment of the growth, uh, alignment and growth and development of the jaws, and better alignment and more teeth help articulation of certain sounds and words. So if you lose a bunch of baby teeth early to dental infection, it can cause um, uh, variations in your ability to articulate certain sounds and words. We don't even think about these things. Do we, we kind of just take it for granted. We have our baby teeth and we get our adult teeth. We, this probably doesn't really cross people's minds. Right, and the biggest misconception is, oh, they're just baby teeth, they're going to fall out. But dental decay and dental infection can lead to pain, lack of function. Kids don't eat, they don't feel well. It affects their overall health, which then can affect attendance at school. It can affect just their general well-being. So that's why it's important to take care of these baby teeth. And to, what about self-esteem a little bit, too? I mean, it's really important for parents to help Absolutely. our kids have good baby teeth, too, for the self-esteem A big issue. component is the psychosocial development of a child. If all of a sudden a child um, is missing a bunch of teeth because of dental decay and infection, um, or they're losing teeth prematurely due to these problems, and they're at school and kids are not understanding why they look different, it's important for their well-being. Okay, how do we help them keep their teeth healthy, these baby teeth healthy? Well, the first thing is establish a dental home. Um, a dental home should be established by a parent for their child by 12 months of age. Parents will often um, not understand completely what is intending to happen at 12 months of age, but it's a great opportunity for a parent to interact with a dentist, um, learn about what they should be doing at home in terms of oral hygiene, uh, again, why the importance of these baby teeth, developing a relationship with a dentist to prevent 
and take care of a problem if a problem should arise. Let's talk a little bit about how parents can start introducing the toothbrush and maybe just some additional tips we can put on our website in, in case parents aren't getting to that dentist. Okay. So, so you know, when should you first introduce that baby toothbrush to, to your child? You should start introducing the toothbrush as soon as the first tooth erupts into the mouth because once a tooth comes into the mouth, it can then uh, be affected by diet and the bacteria we have in our mouth. Uh, so as soon as a tooth erupts into the mouth, we can start cleaning with a small piece of gauze or a small infant toothbrush with a little smear of toothpaste. Start that very early. Do it with a parent, an older sibling. Make it fun. Make it a routine part of your day. And then kids learn very quickly that this is just what we do, and they get used to it, and then they get better as they get older. And then maybe as they get a couple more teeth, how do we start developing that you know, twice-a-day routine or the, you know, when do you introduce a little bigger toothbrush, a little more toothpaste, that kind of thing? Again, this is something that you can learn within, within a dental home. These are things you could ask your dentist, but obviously as kids get older, you're going to want to um, increase uh, the size of the toothbrush, maybe the amount of fluoridated toothpaste that you're using. Uh, in terms of increasing the frequency each day, do it with your child. So if they see mom, dad, older brother, and sister doing it a second time during the day, they just, again, assimilate that into their daily routine. And I know for us, I mean, we've needed a little help from our dentist to make sure our little ones get these bottom teeth brushed right. So mom and dad have to be involved. I mean, we've got to kind of help, kind of scrub down in there a little oh, bit. Oh, absolutely. The general rule of thumb is a child can't brush their own teeth thoroughly until they can tie their own shoes, which is five or six years of age. So we have to assume that they're not able to do it thoroughly enough and for a long enough period of time. So let them do it first, because the more they do it, the better they're going to get but always stay involved and help them in areas that they can't get themselves and make sure that they're spending the appropriate length of time. What is appropriate length of time? Generally, how long should we be helping them brush well, their Well, again, it depends on age. For a, for a young child, maybe a minute. Uh, for an older child, a couple of minutes is, is beneficial. The length of a, a short nursery song for a young child may be appropriate. Um, but yeah, making sure that they spend the time, because if you just send a child into the bathroom to brush their teeth, <laughs> they're going to come out five seconds later with a dry toothbrush, and that's you know they haven't done their job. That's so true. What about swallowing toothpaste? That was always my concern when my son, we started brushing his teeth. It's like, okay, try to spit that out, but they, they don't really get that yet. Yeah, that can be a concern with parents. Um, for that reason, we recommend just this little smear, a half of a pea-sized amount of toothpaste. Um, if they swallow that, that, that's not too much. Until they can get to the age where they can rinse and spit um, on their own, we just recommend just a small amount. I think this is interesting, too. The Department of Health saying that the dental decay is the most prevalent infectious disease in our nation's children. You don't think about it being an infectious disease. No, sometimes people separate dental disease from systemic disease, but dental disease is more common than asthma. It's more common than childhood obesity. It's more common than um, a lot of other things that we think are so important, but dental disease is the most common chronic infectious disease affecting our children. And it's really that simple in terms of helping solve it, which is brushing your teeth and establishing a dental home. Yeah, and the, the, the challenge is just making people realize that this is a 100% preventable disease. And so doing those things, oral hygiene measures at home, um, uh, uh, eating a healthy diet, seeing a dentist regularly, and um, doing those simple things can prevent dental disease. That's what makes it such a challenging uh, thing we face. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Dr. Reinemer is going to talk about how a mother's oral health can directly impact the oral health of her child. 
You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Baby Your Baby podcast. We continue our conversation about the importance of a child's oral health. And as we mentioned before the break, it's extremely important for mom to have a healthy mouth because bad bacteria can spread. Dental disease is an infectious disease. We acquire the bugs we have in our mouth that ultimately cause dental decay from somewhere. And it's typically from moms, dads, or siblings, most predominantly from moms. So when a baby is born, the intimate contact that a mom has with her infant child through kissing, um, sharing spoons, licking pacifiers, they're transmitting those cavity-causing bugs from their mouth to their infant child. And so if a mom is struggling with dental decay, dental disease, she's really high risk and she's not taking care of her own mouth, she then transfers that risk level to her, uh, to her children. And so it's very, very important for an expectant mother, a new mother, to maintain really good oral health to lower the risk that the child will ultimately have with regard to dental disease. What are some ways that she can lower the risk? What should she be doing? She should uh, herself be seeing a dentist regularly, practicing optimal oral hygiene, making sure that she does not have active dental disease or untreated cavities in her mouth during pregnancy, before pregnancy, during pregnancy, and soon after the child is born. She just needs to maintain optimal health. Mother's dental health predominates over father's and siblings because they have the closest, most intimate contact with their babies. And Dr. Reinemer, when you're talking about dental disease, what is there a name for it? Is it just an overall umbrella word? What are some of the specifics besides cavities? We know those, but tell me what other kind of dental diseases are out there that can be lurking in our mouths. Well, oral and dental disease is the encapsulating uh, term, but we're talking specifically about dental decay. We can be talking about gingivitis. We can be talking about periodontal disease as as patients get older. There's a variety of things that fall into that category. But when we're talking about pediatric dentistry specifically, um, the periodontal disease is not as significant as the early childhood dental decay that we see. And what is gingivitis, What for those that don't know? Gingivitis is just inflammation of the gum tissue, surrounding tissue. And periodontal disease is the progression of the, that disease where you get bone loss. And it results from poor oral hygiene. Bacteria can um, live on the teeth, and that causes an inflammatory response, which causes red, puffy gums that are just not healthy. They bleed when they're brushed. And so it's a very component. It's a very important additional component of um, oral health. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about, you know, the, the intimate, well, the interaction with mom and baby. It's not just, um, it can be just something you're not even thinking about, like taking that pacifier and thinking you're going to clean it once it falls off the floor right? and then putting it in baby's mouth. I mean, come, go through some of those scenarios with me a little bit. Right. Again, so a mother has bacteria in her mouth. Some are healthy bacteria, some are cavity-causing bacteria. For a mother that struggled with dental disease herself, she has a predominance of unhealthier cavity-causing bacteria. And every time you kiss a, new, a, a young child or a baby, you can direct, directly transmit those organisms to your child, picking up a pacifier off the floor, licking a pacifier, giving it to your child, licking a spoon, feeding it to your child. Those are all mechanisms by which the bacteria from a mother's mouth can be transferred to her baby's mouth. And again, if that, if that mother's oral health is not optimal, then it just increases the risk of that baby's 
developing dental decay. And are you really cleaning anything? I mean, is your mouth really cleaning anything like a pastor no, that falls no, on the floor? That was no. always my thought. Is that really cleaning anything? No, it's absolutely not. And so there are better ways to clean a dirty pacifier or clean a spoon, but mothers just need to be very aware that their health is directly related to the risk level of their baby. Mm -hmm. You know, say in a, a situation dental decay is passed from mom to baby, what happens next? Well, the bacteria that cause dental decay mm -hmm. can be transmitted, but dental decay sure. can be prevented by, again, establishing a good dental home with a provider that can educate you on ways to prevent, ultimately, the disease that can occur from those bugs. Have you seen specific situations in your work in terms of mom passing on the bacteria? Yeah, we see that a lot, and it's, and it's interesting because um, you may have a, a, a one parent over the other who struggles with dental decay and the other one does not. Half their kids struggle with dental decay and the other half don't, yet they all eat the same. They probably all have the same hygiene habits, but what that reflects is that some of the kids acquired the bacteria from their mom, and some of the kids oral bacterial population may have come from dad. We can't always see direct links, but we de definitely see those trends. Oh, that is so interesting. Wow. Thanks for joining us for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic you would like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.